You said some mini meal. Yeah, like the the slogan actually fits. Like hungry, grab a Snickers. Like <laughs> it's actually satisfying. In a it is. <laughs> it is. It's very rare. Like I was about to say, it's the thirst quencher, and I'm like, nope, wrong company. <laughs> and it's hungry. Like, nah, it's just yeah, definitely hungry. Motherfuckers be wilding out, acting all crazy. Who was that one? Yeah, the one racist lady. I thought she was hungry. Bitch got the line. The one that does the fast food line recently. Yeah, the McDonald's. Man, first of all, talking about <laughs> she called. <laughs> she's what did she say? Like, make my f- are you stupid nigger or something like that? Yeah, I'm just you, you dropping hard R's over over McDonald's. Oh, over McDonald's, like, is it that shit? Like, you ready for that ass whooping for that hunger? <laughs> and you still ate that food. I wouldn't have hey, trusted the dude, food. I'm hungry while wait. I never like I worked at a fast food place in high school and I would never mess with somebody's food, but like that would be the one time. Yeah. Like you're not about you're not about to use that word and expect and expect uh good service from me. Nah. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) We had some crazy Especially in the middle of a pandemic. What'd you say? Uh, no, I was like, we had some crazy customers. People used to uh, come through like, and all crazy, so like they would ask for extra mayo, so they'll send the burger out with like all the mayo dripping off the side. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> or they ask for onions, and they'll put like a handful of onions on their shit and send it out because he's been a dick. I'm like, duh, yeah. I'm like, hey, we got another one. That's why you never <laughs> send your food back. Right. Never send your food, but don't talk shit until you get your food. <laughs> <laughs> At least be nice about it. Like, I'm sorry, I actually wanted no onions on this. Yeah, like you yeah, can't be. A, like you can't just like snap off because. Well, y'all put a whole onion on this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I got onions for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy. I've seen so many movies and shows about shit like that. It's just gross, bro. Can I just say it's the most twenty twenty ish shit ever that a tropical depression is hitting Wisconsin today? Yes. <laughs> yep. It falls right in line with everything else. <laughs> I thought I was watching, like, when I was watching the news, I was just like, wait, what? Like, what the fuck is this? I was like, come on, Hurricane. Doesn't <laughs> reached all the way up here. Godzilla next, B. I'm just I was gonna say, like, what's next? What, what, what's your guess for what's next in 2020? Like, what would just, like, I saw an article that, that kangaroos were like, loose in Franklin. Franklin, yeah. I saw that shit, too. <laughs> like, on what? They just out here kicking it. Listen, Joe Exotic play. made the black hat. <laughs> Joe Exotic, he he on the list. I ain't talking about that. Joe done lost his mind. Parallel universes and shit. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was recent. Hey, I was, I'm a science nerd, so I just be like, oh, we got black holes. Oh, you figured out a way to time travel via the black hole now. Oh, well, you just putting all this shit out there now. Huh? <laughs> like, all this shit that everybody thought was made up. Nope. It's superhero somewhere around the bit. We ain't found them yet. <laughs> they right here. The Avengers are real, motherfucker. <laughs> right. All that other shit. Werewolves, vampires, they coming. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well, shit. That's the way the year goes. It's a fairy tale. The fucked up. What was those? Uh, I was say, we already had UFOs. I was going to say aliens. Aliens the didn't, we said the aliens didn't want to come here. The aliens yeah. saw us and took off, man. Aliens probably baseline. <laughs> They was baseline jugging through the sky. They didn't want to stop in America. In, no. uh, there was like a gas station in the hood. They're like, ah, We can make it to the next planet. We can make it to the next planet. <laughs> we got enough gas. It's all right. <laughs> Shoot, the way things going, I'm sitting here like, take me with you. Please stop. Make a pit stop real quick. 
I'm good on that. They say I think some of they talking about some they found some woman on Mars. Some woman it was some weird shit. I was like, that's nah, nah, right? Was it a real article? <laughs> I'm not going down that rabbit hole, bro. I was like they found a random woman on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since the UFO confirmations, like I've been more so on like NASA shit. <laughs> Just kind of looking up the different shit, looking at shit. But did NASA say that, that, or did or did yeah, like there are other articles too? But I know what's the NISA like, tabloids and shit. But, yeah, it's just a bunch of shit, bro. There's gonna be a bunch of shit going on. Hey, that's a wild, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's on NASA.co instead of NASA.co. That UK and shit. <laughs> All right, let's get into the show for this week. Welcome to episode 152 of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ass Catch'em, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. This week, I miss y'all, man. <laughs> I am the Air J. Only known as. The Air J. And I'm Camille Poincard of the crew of the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And this is where K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. But better not as K. Diddy. Take that. Take that. Stay at home, Jabro. Yes. I been at home for shit. Been in these streets. I'm lying. I've been at home. What all that shit? <laughs> <laughs> so, you can follow us on our social medias at Technical File. Uh, on the Instagram and the Twitter. Also, you can find us at www.technicalfile.com. Don't forget to put the K on that motherfucker. You can find us on the Facebook Technical File Podcast. You can also join our Facebook group, Technical File Pod Overtime, where you can join in with the listeners, fans, and the fam. Um, and like I say every week, man, if you guys enjoy being part of this amazing Technical File fam, um, enjoy, um, share with everybody you know. Um, your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your brother, everybody. Uh, we don't grow without y'all. So, whatever you're doing right now, share. Let everybody know about that file. Put someone on. Oh. <coughs> oh, I thought there was going to be a tech file challenge. Um, I think of one. You got one? I mean, then you can do the generic one. They can just screenshot the show and say they check in there. Let us know how y'all doing. Yeah, real simple. Uh, I don't know. I don't have a snappy name for it, but yeah, do that. Uh, <laughs> wherever you find podcasts, you can find us. That includes Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Google Podcasts, mm-hmm. SoundCloud, yep, Spotify, Spotify, indeed, Stitcher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying here. Let me alone. <laughs> iHeart Radio. <laughs> Poo-poo. I was going to say, did y'all flatline? Like, what the hell? Hey, hey listen. <laughs> What's going on now? 
Wimby He's still laughing. I thought, I thought, man, I thought one of them would boom, boom, but no one boom, boom. So I had to come I back. Didn't and, boom, boom. Oh, I, I didn't even hear you. I didn't even hear you boom, boom. I ain't hear it, boom, boom. Just giving them with the giggles. My bad. Himalaya. Like a player. player. Wooshka. Wooshka. And wherever you're listening to this episode right now, while there, make sure that you like, subscribe, rate, five stars are better, and review. Um, it helps us, and we appreciate it. For sure, for sure. Shout out to everybody who ordered a T-shirt. Um, if you have not yet received your T-shirt, as Ken is proudly displaying in our, our Zoom call. His, <laughs> that nobody can see. Can't nobody we can. see it, though. We, I feel you. I feel you. Um, so if you haven't gotten your T-shirt yet, um, it's on the way. You should be getting um, hearing from Eric soon. So, yes, yeah, they came out really well. Kudos mm-hmm. on this one. Kudos on this one. Yeah, they definitely do. Yeah, they they do. Top. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I let it roll. Nope, 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 nope. nope. Uh-uh. Ah, top listening cities. We're going to go for the last two weeks. Uh, (laughs) One thing I will say, though, is that, um, like, looking at the address, because I have to ship them out. um, So, like, looking at the addresses of people that order, like, now I see, like, the correlation between, like, oh, that's who's listening from Frisco, Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's right. Right. Eric got insider information now. Uh, But shout out to the top listening cities from the last two weeks. I don't know what was happening, but Ohio took the top two spots. Columbus, hey. at one, Columbus at one and Junction City at two. So shout out to Ohio. Shout out to Ohio. I'll see y'all. What coming, in, coming in and swooping, swooping all the Wisconsin top ranks. It's interesting. Number three it's was the first time it's been somewhere that's not in Wisconsin, right? I believe so. Uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, number three. I don't know what Ohio was on, but. <laughs> All the Wisconsin eight. Milwaukee, the only Wisconsin city in the in the listing. But as I said that, I was like, oh, it is some stuff going on right now. I can understand why y'all might not be tuning in. Mm-hmm. We got Milwaukee at three. Uh, Frisco, Texas at four. Fresno, Texas at five. Uh, Charlotte at six. North Carolina. Number seven, Douglasville, Georgia. Douglasville. Oh. Georgia. Number you know, eight, we got Mountain View, California. Mountain View, stay, stay showing love. Mm-hmm. Number nine, we got Barrington, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, Barrington. And then number ten, we got Minneapolis, Minnesota. You call it Minnesota. Man. And international listeners include the United Kingdom, Thailand, Israel, Spain, and Ireland. So shout out to the international listeners. So welcome. And um, let's get into doing what we do. Let's talk about what's been happening. So there is no Tech File Cinema this week. Did y'all want to just repost what we had said in our last episode for the next episode or what y'all want to do? Sure. <laughs> okay, I put you on the spot. I was like, I don't remember what movie I picked, but yeah, we can let it ride. I'm, I'm pretty sure you picked um, oh, League of Their Own. And I think Ken was Mighty Ducks. Yeah, we can run that back. Yeah, I was Little Giants, and Tim was Pride. Oh, yeah. Because he was okay. talking about uh, Bernie Mac. 
<laughs> main. People F with the main, yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna start this off talking about the NFL because um it's interesting. So in a video message released on Friday night, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell responded to a video that was released Thursday night by a collection of NFL stars. It was organized by Michael Thomas, and it also featured uh, Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, amongst other players. Goodell's video included three specific statements that the players in Thursday's video asked the NFL to make about racism, social injustice, and peaceful protests. Now, I am going to read the quotes as Roger Goodell said them, but I want to point out as I'm reading through it, the second statement I make is not what the player said. That's the only one he changed. And the fact that he changed that one is interesting to me. So this is what Goodell said. Quote, we, the National Football League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and encourage all players to speak out and peacefully protest. We, the National Football League, believe that black lives matter. End quote. Now, the second point, as the player said it, was actually... We, the National Football League, admit wrong in silencing our players from peacefully protesting. End quote. That's the one he changed. Mm. But I'll leave my theories about that after mm. y'all talk. So what do y'all think about Goodell actually responding to the players' video and making the statement? Like, <clears throat> as y'all get ready to formulate your answers, I want to say I think it's really interesting that we're here again because uh, it's like deja vu, but this time the NFL can make the right decisions going forward. Mm-hmm. 2016, election year. 2020, election year. Trump heard what's happening now. He's, <laughs> we're going to talk about him and Drew Brees, but he's doing, he's doing what he was doing before. It's kind of like a weird deja vu thing right now. Like Players are, aren't sticking to sports, and it's pissing some people off that they're not sticking to sports. We've been here before. Anywho. What do y'all think about Goodell's message? We, sorry, uh, like we have been here before, but not like I don't. I think that the the enthusiasm from athletes across different sports is way different now. Like the energy is shifted. Like before, like they were, you know, it was it was. I guess people are more forceful and like they don't really care that much about the consequences. Like it's kind of like no, like the, like I'm standing up for what's wrong, right? Like, regardless of how these people react to it, like, I don't know, like, it, it just seems a lot sh- stronger. And it seems like these sports leagues or these teams couldn't control them even if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think that that's what's different now. It's like, there's no way that they can put that genie back in the bottle, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, oh, for sure. Yeah. I wasn't trying to say, like, it's exactly the same. I was just right. pointing no, out. No, no, no. I, was, I just wanted yeah. to point out, like, that that's, that seems to be the difference now. Like, I guess public, uh, the public conversation has progressed to the point where, like, anybody even close to, like, denying what's going on has kind of been, like, you can't do it anymore. Like, it just seems like every, like, any company that didn't put out a statement over the last two weeks is getting a severe side eye. <laughs> right. <laughs> like even the companies where you like, okay, that's bullshit. But like, they just felt like it, you had to do it this time around. Whereas before, like people could be silent or people could, you know, just ignore, um, ignore it or deny it or combat it. Like that's just not the case anymore. 
it's interesting that I mean on the tip where companies now feel like they have to say something. And yeah, to this point now it's, it's all gonna feel kind of watered down with a couple companies. Like there were some that have been putting out some, like Ben and Jerry's for one was crazy good. But <clears throat> there's been a lot of statements and a lot of I guess you want to say talking, I guess when it comes to the NFL, is this still just talk? Because they're still like the VP came out right away and was saying, yeah, you know, now I encourage Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes to go talk to their owners or their coach. I'm like, who, I think it was the owner of the coach or whatever like that to start the conversation. He's like, no, they made this video. Everybody called this out. All the NFL players, all the prevalent black NFL stars in your league made videos calling out the racism and the, the bullshit that y'all do, especially in the NFL as well. And the first thing that you say after making this video with Roger Goodell coming out is, yeah, so I sent two of our top stars to go talk to their coaches about what could happen. No, that's supposed to be y'all. You know what I'm saying? That's not supposed to be something. So it's, it's kind of like, are they going to put the pressure on the players to continue this, or will the NFL actually step in? Is my thing on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. Like, the burden of solving racism isn't on the people that are being discriminated against. Nope. Not at all. <clears throat> Uh, <clears throat> Wait, go ahead, Ken. Ken, which is about to start talking. Oh, that's all good. No, I was just with Roger Goodell with him, like basically like backpedaling, saying that you know they're what what they did was wrong. I feel like he, he didn't say it was wrong. <laughs> well, no, I mean we, we should have like that was that was the key change. Like they didn't want to admit that they were wrong. Yeah, like they wanted to. I mean, he's, he's, he's he said we were wrong in the statement. Yeah. So, but then it's just forced. It was like, okay, like your hand was forced. Everybody else doing it. You not, you know, you don't want no more backlash, you know, and all of this. So I don't know how, you know, it just don't feel genuine. It's just like, okay, you said it because everybody else saying it, and you just want everybody to shut up about it, kind of. Like. The, like I said, the, the thing that stood out to me the most was that he changed that second sentence. <clears throat> oh, yeah. To, My bad. To, say, to say that we are uh, we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and encourage all players to speak out and peacefully protest. Like, y'all listen to some NFL players. Y'all yeah. listen to the ones whose views were in alignment with what y'all already thought and what y'all were hearing from the people who were paying some of these bills to keep y'all afloat and putting money in y'all pockets. Right. You were listening. What you needed to say was something with what they actually said, because the players who had a differing opinion, the ones who were actually keyed in to this, the, the problem, they were the voices being silenced. Kaepernick was kneeling peacefully, peacefully. And everybody was up in arms. People were boycotting the NFL and how disrespectful. And I can't believe that this is happening. Mm-hmm. George Floyd passes away because of uh, police brutality getting choked out and like and now and now people are angry <laughs> and now people are in the streets and they rioting. some there was some looting going on things are happening now and now people are going oh my gosh I wish they would just peacefully protest we yeah. tried this already <laughs> and, and it, it didn't work Y'all didn't yeah. like that either. Y'all didn't like that. Y'all don't like when we protesting in the streets. You don't like when, when people are angry. You don't. At this point, it ain't really about what makes you comfortable. Not like people. Yeah. <laughs> so the NFL, for me to actually believe anything that they talking about, given their history and their track record, 
one, I'm mm-hmm. going to need to hear a public apology to Colin Kaepernick. I'm going to need to hear his name said. Absolutely. That's and the next also, one. <clears throat> yeah. And also, I'm going to need to see the actions that come for this. Like, there's got to be something. Like, we we mentioned a couple of weeks ago that they were uh, doing the, uh, uh, what was the coaching mm-hmm. farm. Yeah, the running rule changes, and they had the uh, new coaching system that they're implementing for interns. And I'm like, that's a good idea. Increase the pipeline. We li- I like that. Mm-hmm. Let's get some more pipelines in the NFL then. What I will say is that I'm, <clears throat> I'm surprised, though, when that statement did come out. I definitely was sitting there like, oh, oh, <laughs> y'all really – same. So I'll give them that, like, I'll because they, they could have been a regular NFL and just not said shit. And can I say they, really they quick, to to your point, the fact that he made a video, I think, is more impactful than them making a statement saying exactly what the statement said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially like, if they sent Roger to do it. Too. Yeah, it was. I was like, oh, he showed okay. up, but he works for the owners. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> if anybody can get thrown under the bus, they go commission. That's this what, what we, that's, this what we pay you for, actually. I was gonna say there that's what go. he gets paid for is to be their <laughs> shield. Like I don't know. Like I, I think it's it's a lot of like you said, you like Ben and Jerry's and like people that made like forceful uh, statements. Uh, ben like and Jerry's been that, down for the cause. I do want right. to point that out in case people didn't know. Right, but anybody that put out a statement that didn't mention police brutality, police at all, like. I'm still side eyeing you because, like, it's easy to say, like, we believe in inclusion, we believe that Black Lives Matter, but like, you're not, you, you're not paying attention to like what the actual issue is. Like, mm-hmm. we're saying, I mean, like, it's so many though. <laughs> like, I, I mean, hardly anybody actually put those words in there because, like, they're still trying to play both sides. Like, yeah. like they don't want to piss off like the the Law and Order um, contingent of the public. So I mean, all all these statements are like PR calculus, like as far as I'm concerned. Like it's like we're gonna get hit harder for not saying anything, so we're gonna put out something that sounds good but doesn't actually take a position. Can I just say real quick though, shout to shout to our team, shout to the Bucks for actually putting police brutality in a message. Mm -hmm. I I do want to shout them out for that. And organizing a protest uh, Sunday. Mm -hmm. Mm Hmm. They've been out here too. Like it's been it's been a lot of move and it's been a lot of changes. It's been a lot of moving and shaking, but it's been some changes. And that's I mean, like the Bucks kind of have uh like they have that history too because of like everything that hurt, happened with yep. Sterling Brown. Like mm-hmm. they've been they they've staked their position like long ago, so this isn't something new that just popped up now. I mean, they even did the the jail visit with uh mm-hmm. I mean earlier this yeah, season. So, yep. So it's like yeah, the, the Bucks been been on it and i think i just do want to say too like um when i saw the players out there marching in like in milwaukee and like even players who weren't here like chris middleton sent in a statement like i'm not in the state but like i'm sending support i was like i really want these dudes to win a championship like i (laughs) like so so for so many different reasons so i i want it so bad they will so bad i don't care what nobody else says yeah, I'm gonna have my Bucks face mask on at the parade too. I'm a. <laughs> Did you get it finally? Yeah, it came three pack. I'm excited. Awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I can't wait. I but can't also, wait. But, but we'll also speaking about apologies, Drew Brees. Um, 
he was uh, doing an interview with Yahoo uh, Finance on Wednesday, and he reiterated his stance that he will, quote, never agree with anybody disrespecting the flag of the United States of America, end quote. He later told ESPN that he stands with his teammates fighting for racial equity and justice, but also with the military past and present. Well, the next day, <laughs> <laughs> Drew Brees uh, issued an apology. Uh, First of several. Comments. Yeah. <laughs> for his comments on, quote, disrespecting the flag and saying that he completely missed the mark on the current issues in the United States and that it, quote, breaks my heart to know the pain I have caused, end quote. Uh, he also put out a video so that people could see in his eyes the sincerity of his apology. I think his wife put out a statement. Like, they had that man backpedaling like Dion in his prime. <laughs> they I'm was sorry. They was chanting New Orleans Wednesday night, F Drew Brees, at, at the protest. I was like, man, <laughs> this man was so loved. I never thought I would see today. No, they was on his ass. I mean, he fucked up. Yeah. I mean, like, he at this point, up. like, you can't, like, that can't be how you look at the situation. Like, how can that still be? It's anti-military. It's anti-American. And we lost him. Uh, yep. But, on. yeah, like, I, I, like, you had to be willfully ignorant of, like everything that has been said over the last four or five years, like to still think that that's what, especially like over the last two months, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you, ha- it was just an ignorant statement to make. Absolutely. I, I don't care about no apology from Drew Brees. Um, he meant what he said when he initially said it and anything that he has to say going forth, like apologizing or backpedaling, um, me personally, I mean, shit. So he on the list, fucking your rings, yo, like real talk. Um, for you to be a quarterback in New Orleans, that's your fan base is like primarily African American. Mm-hmm. Like you should be a little more in tune um, and be able to watch what you say or be more, you know, sensitive. Aware. Yeah. Aware of what you, you know, what's going on. Um, so, you know, er- everybody else can forgive him. I don't give a fuck. I fuck your brain. He fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> he fucked up. Yeah. Like, so he, yeah. And I was like, and famous James in there? He probably was like, nigga. <laughs> he was on the Birdman way. Hell yeah. My bad. Like, my time. Like, I want to say, like, it ain't for me to, like, forgive him or not. Like, I don't care. Like, I didn't care about Drew Brees before this. I don't care about him now. But I will give him at least credit for actually coming out and begging for apology for like people's forgiveness like that's more than most people do when they say stupid shit like that like i mean part of it is probably he you know he fucked his money up but at the same time like he still at least like fought back again like he said some shit to um trump he said some shit to trump so like at least he's actively trying to you know right his wrong as right. opposed and, to just and Trump and Trump is guy. You you know what you're doing when you go against Trump, and you know what that means for your fans that mm-hmm. are also his fans. So when I saw that he actually tweeted against Trump, I was like, okay, you might be sincere. Like mm-hmm. I have no problem with anybody who needs to learn, and then they do better. Like mm-hmm. I hope people will do better. That's how we are here in this moment. That's why this feels different because people are finally getting it. Mm-hmm. Like. Okay, like continue learning. Like okay, continue so learning for now at least. <laughs> yeah, for now. Like we got to keep that going. But um, in case you didn't see the tweet with Trump, he uh, 
Trump tweeted that Drew Brees, quote, should not have taken back his original stance on honoring our magnificent American flag, end quote. Drew Brees responded and said, quote, I realize this is not an issue about the American flag. It has never been. We can no longer use the flag to turn people away or distract them from the real issues that face our black communities, end quote. So, uh, yeah. We'll see what keeps happening with uh, Mr. Brees. Don't get me wrong. There was people that came to his defense, too, because he does a lot for like organizations outside of football, too. Like he don't, He does a lot for the community around New Orleans. But he they fucked came, up. Yeah, they came after he apologized. <laughs> yeah, let him have it. <laughs> he fucked up. Yeah. What's coming at him? Yeah. Uh, Major League Baseball, though, they uh, they still haven't found a plan suitable for baseball to return. So, Ooh. so I'm gonna just give y'all a quick, you know, rundown of where mm-hmm. we are with baseball stuff. I just want to give a big picture context, like. The baseball union is the strongest union in professional sports. So, like, they really have to come with a plan that wows them. Right, that the players accept because they are willing to sit out and they're willing to be like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> like, if it, if, it, if it doesn't suit them, uh, whereas, like, something like football, like, they're historically the NFLPA has gotten crushed by the NFL mm-hmm. in every turn. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, that's kind of why, like, this is probably going to be more difficult than bringing other sports back. But continue. That was great. Uh, MLB's proposal that was delivered on June 8th, so yesterday for us, uh, that includes potential earnings that will cover up to 75% of players' prorated salaries over a 76-game season, about $1.432 billion in total compensation. Of that, 90 or 989 million would be in straight salary and 443 million in money paid if playoffs take place. Because of fears of a second wave of coronavirus, the league has said that it wants to end the regular season September 27th and have its postseason go no later than the end of October. So there has been two other proposals that's been on the table. One uh, that was put on the table on May 26th by MLB, and then uh, the one the union. Re- came back with after they rejected that initial one on May 31st. So maybe third time's a charm, but nah, because the players aren't wild by what the <laughs> the league put back out in front of them again. So uh, the, um, the players, the, well, the, so the players are proposing another one as of like 20, 30 minutes ago. See the MLBPA. <laughs> yeah, this has been a whole back and forth thing. Shit's been ridiculous. Like the league was like, "Oh, here you can take 50-50 of the revenue," and the players like, "Nah." And then, yeah, and then they offer the same offer that they just did. <laughs> yeah, it's just wow. So now the MLBPA is making a proposal to the MLB for a season of eighty-nine games with the full prorated share of salary and expanded playoffs. Sources familiar with the situation per Jeff Passan on uh, of ESPN, but um. It would bring the sides closer to a potential deal and is uh, roughly 25 games under the last union offer. But the owners are expected to uh, reject this offer from the union uh, as it takes the sides much closer to a likely number of games. As hard and fast as the MLBPA is on full pro rep. Ah, anyway. Yeah, my bad. I'm words <laughs> though the league is entrenched in ending the season september 27th important tv networks don't want to move playoff games 
So is this still like, I know they're haggling over like the number of games and the money, but is mm-hmm. it still like no fans and keeping like the regional schedule? Is that at least been agreed upon or is everything still up? I feel like everything is still kind of up for grabs with these because they're still sending out how much would be pro, uh, like one of the proposals they sent earlier, like how much is towards actual contracts, how much is towards bonuses, how much is towards benefits. Like they got to break down everything when they be doing these proposals. So I feel like those are probably still on the table too. Like they have a general idea of, okay, once we get the money and everything tied up, we'll finish the little, like that's probably like the light work. But well, right I mean, now, I guess like to me, it would say that you need to figure out if you're going to have fans because that would affect like your revenue. So like if you've already taken fans off the table, then I get why there might be such a wide gap, but if there are fans or at least like if they're still debating about fans or no fans, then maybe like they're still like, maybe that accounts for like the amount of like the, the wide gap between the two. Right. You know well, right. I understand. And, and I know that was one of the things for the players, but some of them don't care. Like now it's at the point where everybody just want to get paid. <laughs> That's pretty much what's that. They're like, let me get my money and then we'd be good. So. We'll see, though. It's, it's going to keep going back and forth. And like I said, the owners are going to reject the one that they just sent out 30 minutes ago that they would probably will propose tomorrow, and then they'll just kind of pick it up from there. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, apparently, the league and the players, so both sides are frustrated um, because they blew past a soft internal deadline that they had of June 1st uh, that would have allowed baseball to return by July 4th, which was their initial goal date. So... They both want to play baseball at some point. They just don't agree on it. And like Eric said, the players ain't going to take no crap. They don't take no guff. <laughs> I mean, like, really, at this point, like, even July 4th, like, that would have given them, what, two and a half months? Yeah. Had they approved it back at the end of because they're trying to end by September 27th. So, yeah, July 4th to September 27th would have given them two and a half months. Right, yeah. and they already great. passed the, uh, the deadline. They're right, so June 1st. And have this, the games by July 4th. Yeah, and it sounds like they're not, will, they're not willing to and networks aren't willing to go any later or much later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so, money. <laughs> so, so, at this point, like, I don't even know if you can get in a 114-game schedule at that rate. No, no that's, I think they, dropped, that's, it, that's they dropped it down. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm just saying, like, as the further that they go, like, the, the maximum amount of games that they could conceivably have, like, shrinks by the day, so. Well, they've been trying to there. offer them around, like, 50, 60 games, <laughs> so that, the longer this goes, the closer it gets to the owners, like, like they're losing leverage by day, literally. Yeah, because it sounds like they need at least a month to kind of get things up and running, so, like, if it gets to the end of June, then they can't get started until August, and then they just have all of August and all of September to kind of get their regular season in. And at that point, like, it's even worth it. You're doing double headers every day? Maybe. Tight. <laughs> Don't know, buddy. It's a lot of games. That's you know what time it is, though? Dave time. time. It's time for the radio. What time is it? Time for the radio. Ken. If we have a listener who is new here, would you please explain to them what the radio segment is? Um, yes, this is a part of the show where we um, play a song for you guys or our radio station. Um, Tim is our DJ. Um, DJ, give it to me. Give it to me. Um, <laughs> we play a song that is port adjacent. So it's either 
um, written, composed, um, produced, or um, yeah, by someone in the sports realm. Um, we we are uh, yeah, shit. Sports universe. Very good. Um, but yeah, so this is um, our radio station, and this is our um, backstage production meeting. Oh, got you! We come from here. Let's get it. Now let's just make sure you do it two weeks in a row before we get a little too far ahead of ourselves. I'm giving you your props. Okay, so <laughs> this week, fellas, we are going to be listening to Dame Dalla blacklist he dropped this today as so uh tuesday yeah tuesday so i'm looking forward to to this ringing out dj do you want this uh music to like drop as you come in or do you want to cue the music in you know i haven't listened to any bit portion of it but i'm gonna let him get his shit off the whole song so i'll do it before the song start okay and since we're in a backstage production meeting I've been wondering if I should say this to you, Tim, or if it might give you too much power. Oh, God. What's wrong? But you can actually change up how you come in on the radio since the drop plays right before you start talking. So you don't have to repeat it again. Mm-hmm. You can say what you want <laughs> to get into <laughs> introducing the song. Too many instructions, bro. <laughs> I'm saying you can do you can say whatever you want. <laughs> if you were a DJ and you come in and you hear your break, and then it's like, what do you want to say? You don't want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> First thing that came to mind was wild, bro. And <laughs> duh, yes, I do, because it was gonna be wild, wild. <laughs> All right. Well, that'd be rough. I'm a. That probably would have. I'd have to. Yeah, you'd have to get that up out of here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. So the whole WT, the 69.9 with 69 is fine. Is already played. Mm-hmm. You're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When did that become a drop? Before. Oh, like, oh, a while ago. <laughs> right? Can't record it while we were still in the studio. So. Have you not listened to the show? <laughs> I get like three quarters of the way, but sometimes I don't make it to the song, so I haven't, I haven't heard yeah, it in a minute. The song so comes then, before three quarters of the way, right? At least I said sometimes I don't make it to the song. I did say that. <laughs> well, then you haven't listened like the last like two months. <laughs> no, nah, I listen. Like I said, I start them, I don't finish them. Nah, you bullshit. How do you expect <laughs> other people to listen to our t- our whole? Ad- I, I still listen oh, to my shit. I be listening for certain shit though. All right. Anywho, uh, Dooch, uh, hey, Tim will keep you in on when to play the music. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Tim, will you count us down and go live on air? Indeed. Um, five, four, three, two. WTZK Radio, 69.9 FM, where 69 is fine. See, I want to see my WTZK Radio, 69.9, where 69 is fine. It's your DJ. Give it to me. I'm going to get my shit off anyways. It's Dang Dollar, Blacklist. Check him out. As a brother with a good heart, I say fuck you if you racist. But white, staying quiet, you disabling the changes. And fuck being famous, tired of watching us complaining. Cops kill a brother, get released after arraignments. Mm. We in a pandemic, thought getting out I'd be more joy. Then I watched the cop meet to the neck and kill George Floyd. They hide behind a the badge. 
We get the post and it never lasts. Like, was we ever mad? Speed up the process and do the dash. Uh, showing up at every establishment, breaking glass. Taking all they high-end products and making cash. We in our bag, they getting mad. Gotta attack the dollar. Break they ass off proper. Hit dogs holler. As a rich black man living in this country, it's hard being comfy. When the hate your people get is coming from the ones amongst me. Used to call mm. us monkeys and slaves and we overcame. Still our work is just beginning. Protests look like parades. And if a teammate of mine do underage, I'm a snitch. Me and you ain't a fit. I ain't go sit or convince myself that I'm being loyal or mad at you. So why these good cops won't speak on the bad apples? How the president get on TV and be mad casual? Like, if you lootin', we shootin' like it's a game. Dude the clown and a trust fund, baby, he numb the pain. Never had it hard. Came in the office, unpatched the scars. Let the racist folks tell us we really ain't make it far. I feel the tension rising. 1950, how we divided. And I ain't even tripping on how the season decided. Racism, pandemic, pandemic is ahead of the virus. Really mean it, but they gonna try to play us as tyrants. Look, Ali wasn't the greatest just cause his hands work. Frontline for his people, this was a man's work. Before he let the black people down, he let the fans hurt. So if the stars is aligned, that mean it can work. Don't need approval, I always been doing God's work. Even before I was in a Bentley like Fonsworth. Make me sick to my stomach to see these moms hurt. He? Tommy Smith fists in the air, this what our bond worth. Support black businesses, gotta fight evil. We love ourselves, we don't hate white people. We just striving for equality, acknowledge me. Don't just kill me for chilling when in my property. Got some shit on my mind and I'm feeling helpless. Cause we need help from people who ain't dealt with. The kind of shit we experienced so we felt when the country turned on Kaepernick after we knelt it. All the shit we endured and we still playing fair. That black skin really thicker than some Jamaican hair. Our culture beautiful, battle tested and tough. We had enough so we either come with some change or it's gonna be rough. Period. And as a brother with a good heart, I say fuck you if you racist. Or you white playing quiet, you disabling the changes. And fuck being famous, tired of watching us complaining. Cops kill a brother, get released after arraignments. That's it, that's out. Okay, Dane. Okay, I see you, boss. Okay, Dane. <laughs> yeah, well, we got his shit off on that. Mm -hmm. He's trying to run away with the best uh, athlete rapper crown, too. Hey, Dane <laughs> is the uh, WTECK radio king at this point. Hall of Famer. First ballot. First inductee. <laughs> it's the Dame Dollar Tech Foul Hall of Fame radio. <laughs> right. Name the radio after him. King Dame. Yes, sir. That is who he is. Yeah. He looked at us and we get, we, he get bad love over here. Man. Yeah. He's sure. And it's because of him is one of the reasons why I want Portland to make the playoffs. Honestly. Mm. Good segue, Tim. Mm -hmm. So, the National Basketball Association is set to become the first major American sports league to resume play after the league's Board of Governors and the Players Union both approved plans, a 22-8 game wrap-up to the regular season, followed by a possible play-in tournament for the eighth seed and playoffs. Uh, they're going to resume this season at Walt Disney World. Uh, the vote was 29-1 in favor of the proposal. The only team dissenting was Ironically. the Portland 
Trailblazers. <laughs> <laughs> so the NBA is targeting July 31st for the resumption of the season. Teams are expected to travel to Orlando on or around July 7th. And they'll have training camps followed by two or three preseason games before the season kicks back off on July 31st. The regular season will extend 16 days with five to six games per day. Let me just say that sounds like basketball heaven. Just to know like I have that. Okay. Every day. Okay, cool. 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 I know when I'm Uh, taking vacation. (laughs) (laughs) The the NBA has branded these as seeding games. And it's likely that there will be weekday afternoon playoff games during the first round. So I want to pause here. Okay, Kim, throwing up L.A. gang signs. (laughs) 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 So they're not calling the eight games that these teams are playing regular season games. They are referring to them as seeding games. These seeding games, the records will count with the regular season records. I just want to throw that out there because the language is kind of weird. It is indeed. Uh, sources say they're going to use three different facilities to stage at first to stage games, um, all at the same complex. And then as things progress, they'll reduce the two sites, then one. And there'll be four hours between games on individual courts to accommodate overtimes, cleanings, and warmups. The NBA plans to have daily uniform uh, coronavirus testing for everyone who was within the bubble. There will be an additional layer of protection in place, such as social distancing, temperature checks, the use of masks when appropriate, and sanitizing. All right. Now into the actual basketball part of it. Wait, go ahead, Eric. So, yeah, this is a question, like, not necessarily for you, but I'm just wondering, like, so will they be testing for, like, other stuff like the flu or, like, just other stuff that's, like, normal, like, contagions? You know what I mean? Like, because, mm-hmm. like, everybody is going to be kind of, like, sequestered in this bubble but it's not like coronavirus is the only thing that people can get that's a good point yeah i know i mean i would imagine but i'm just i'm just wondering yeah. out loud really yeah i have no idea but that's a great point that is um yeah so they're bringing 22 teams 22 teams into the bubble so those 22 teams are so you have the 16 teams that were in playoff position and then you have those that were within six games of the eight seed, which was the additional uh, six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's math. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you got Milwaukee, the Lakers, uh, Boston, and Toronto. Those four teams had already clinched playoff berths, but now with only eight games remaining for each team, eight more teams have now officially clinched playoff berths. That includes Miami, Indiana, Philadelphia, the Los Angeles Clippers, Denver, Utah, Oklahoma City, and Houston. <laughs> Wild, right? Okay. So then that leaves 10 teams vying for three remaining playoff berths. In the East, you have Brooklyn, Orlando, and Washington in the race for the last two spots. And then in the West, you have Dallas, Memphis, Portland, New Orleans, Sacramento, San Antonio, and Phoenix. I do want to point out that Dallas is pretty much a lot. Mm-hmm. because of the lead that they have right now in the seventh spot. But yeah. you never know what can happen, but they should stay in the playoff contention. So question though, what teams do y'all think will actually make it into the playoffs? We know that we have, we don't know what schedules are going to be at this point. So we're really just talking about the strength of the teams that are here. All right. So East first. Kind of, uh, on the East first. Okay. So um, East, that's, that's, you know, less teams. <clears throat> 
I mean, so I think Brooklyn, Washington. Orlando, Washington. Right? What you say? Yeah, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Orlando, Orlando, Washington. Yep. Oh. Yep. Hmm. Washington is so far back for the AFC now. Like, yeah, like I, I think they're at six games they back are. with eight games for each team to play. So for them to even get into, well, I mean, I guess we haven't explained like the the playing game. Uh, yet. I'll, I'll point that out. So the way that the playoffs will be decided with those last spots, uh, if the gap between the eighth place and ninth place team in either conference is four games or less uh, when they finish that eight game slate, those teams will play off for the number eight seed. And essentially the way that they do it, the way that makes the most sense to me to explain it is that you got to think of it as a best of three series with the number eight team getting a one Oh lead to start. So the number two or number nine team will have to win twice to get that playoff spot while the number eight team will only need to win once. But if you're looking at an article and you see single elimination and double elimination, that's all it is. That's what that means. <laughs> that's what that means. <laughs> um, do I think Washington could beat Orlando twice? Mm-hmm. I think they could. I think they can. I mean, Brooklyn without KD and Kyrie are pretty beatable too. So, But yeah. I'm just saying, like, to make up the difference, like, those teams have to lose, I think. Just two. They got to make no, up no, the no, 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 no. I'm saying, like, with the lead that they have in the standings to even force a playing game, like, they would have to lose, and Washington would basically have to win pretty much all their games. Mm-hmm. So it's difficult for them to make up the difference to get within four games of last place. The only thing Did that they would help the is, no, no, we don't have that yet. The only thing that would help them is that they were playing the teams ahead of them. That's true. But we don't know what the schedule is going to look like. I think the East playoff picture remains as it is, though. I don't yeah. think Washington makes it. Yeah. I think Bill will make it fun, but I don't think Washington makes it. You have to draw people again. Since- these teams are, are jockeying to play the Bucks. Like, who who do you want to see make it to A? Brooklyn. I would want to see – you want Brooklyn in one uh, for us to play them? Mm-hmm. Because they're, they're easiest or yeah. because you think it'll be the yeah. series? Uh, I think that if Jonathan uh, Isaac is healthy in Orlando, that he is a young, oh, dynamic wow. player on the rise. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm scared of him. Mm. Or that he's like a Giannis stopper because Giannis is Giannis and he is going to be a back-to-back MVP as well as defensive player of the year. But why make it difficult when I can have Brooklyn? They ain't got like Jared Allen. I, I love the way he plays, and, but Giannis loves attacking him. And I can only imagine the playoffs what that could look like. <laughs> I just think it'd be like I think it'd be a fun series. Like no offense to Orlando, but like I just I don't really want to see that. I think I would want to see Washington just because, like, they have no defense whatsoever. So all those games would be, like, 180 to 140. (laughs) So just be up and down track meet all the time, like, for entertainment's sake. Like, I want to see Giannis average 50 across a a playoff series. Ooh. Tim, what say you? I want Washington. I would like I would like Washington like for Eric's reason like they don't have no damn defense <laughs> and I'm pretty sure like yeah sure we had that uh, OT game and Billison was getting his shit up wasn't that Sans Giannis though that was two that different one. games the overtime game wasn't the fifty pointer because the fifty point game, game was his second yeah because the overtime game was the one when Bill had dropped his second huge game in the loss <laughs> that right? man be mm-hmm. when he get it. right that's what I'm saying like he's hooping but. 
Washington wouldn't, we wouldn't have an issue with Washington. I mean, Bill would put on the show, and the young squad they would put on the show. But yeah, I'd rather see Washington if they can make up the ground because Orlando has a better young all around team that I can see giving issues and fits. They still got Vucevic, you know. Yeah, I don't want them to have to try that hard. I don't want the Bucks <laughs> to try that hard. Like Aaron that's what Gordon. it comes down to. Like, <laughs> like they still got Orlando's going to make you try. I don't, I don't want to try that hard. Ken, I know you're like, a Bucks that, fan. But yeah, I'm curious, yeah. which which team would you want to see the Bucks match up with in the first round? Orlando. It'll be a more exciting uh, <laughs> than watching the Bucks blow a team out by fifty points. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they still might do it. It's just like they got to work harder to do it. Like they can kind of coast yeah. and blow out the other two teams. I mean, I need y'all. Y'all know I I'm, I'm Lakers all day, so I need I need I need y'all. To get wore the fuck out before, <laughs> so whoever whoever can do that, let's do it. <laughs> that does bring up if it is Orlando though. That brings up an interesting dynamic because they would technically have home court advantage. Like, oh yeah, yeah, it's in Orlando, yeah, which is something that apparently like the Bucks, the Lakers, and probably the Clippers, like they're kind of like that's something that's still being worked out. Is like the home court advantage, like these teams that, you know, like raced out to these big ass leagues in their conference and would have had home court advantage throughout at least their side of the bracket. Like now they lose that advantage. So they're trying to come up with ways to, to not incentivize, but like to kind of reward these teams for right. being for what good. they put in. Yeah. Like some of them have been like outlandish. Like they get an extra, like they start each quarter with the ball. So they get extra possessions or like their star player gets, an extra foul or you know like they get seven fouls instead of six um <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that shit isn't gonna happen but yeah, <laughs> like it is right. i want to say come on now <laughs> hey i mean i'll take it but <laughs> uh like i think it'll probably wind up settling on something like trivial like oh they get to choose like which hotel they get to stay in or you know like they just get like first dibs on mm-hmm. some of that like other stuff. facility times and shit like that yeah like they get this priority is- this is really trivial, but I would really enjoy if um, the NBA put some money into the courts since you're not going to be able to really see like any home mm-hmm. team's court. Whatever court you use, I think should be really unique because mm-hmm. like it needs to be like make it, you know what I mean? Like it's a weird should, time, I, like make the court interesting. I'll retweet something that I saw earlier. Like this guy kind of did a mock up of like a, uh, unity court like it has like a bunch of i don't know i'll, I'll retweet it but well, i'll find it and i'll retweet it okay yeah like and cool. then it would be tight too like when you get to the finals like it's a whole different court like or like the playoffs has a one court and then you get to like the play like the finals and it's a different court like i think that'd be mm-hmm. tight like because they make do it, from uh, three to two to one anyway. yeah like make it visually interesting mm-hmm. um what we're looking at in addition to it like give us something since we ain't got no crowds who's the biggest um, in it? bringing up Sorry, one thing before we move on from what we were just talking about, uh, like bringing up the fouls thing, like I think at the beginning of the season, like when we do our preview, like that's one of the questions, like what's a, a rule change that you would like to see? Like I've been trying to like figure it out with like fouls because like I'm tired of star players like fouling out and then like that really swinging like the momentum of the game. So, like, for me, it's, like, once you get past six individual fouls, like, I th- think that should be a technical foul, and they get the ball back, but the player gets to stay in. And, like, it's increasing penalties for each foul that they get after that. So, like, you still penalize the fouling team, 
Mm-hmm. But like you still get to see like the best players play like the entire game. Oh yeah, I would be down with that. Because like if if Giannis gets three fouls in the first quarter, then he's missing most of the first quarter. He gets another foul at the beginning of the second quarter, and then he has to sit out again. It's like you don't have to really worry about like foul trouble. Like it just it penalizes you like the more fouls that they get throughout the game. Mm-hmm. But those should be severe. If you yeah, change and I mean like stuff like that, player. like you're giving a, or maybe give them a give them an automatic point for every foul after six. So it's Two like points every, every you can ten. keep Giannis in like for the last thirty seconds, but if you have like a one point lead and he gets another foul, like then it's a tie game and they get the ball back. So like there is still like a trade off there, but it isn't as punitive as he just can't be in the game anymore. Very fair. Um, let's look at the West though, real quick. <clears throat> so. In the West, you got, as I mentioned, Dallas, Memphis, Portland, New Orleans, Sacramento, San Antonio, and Phoenix. Let's assume Dallas makes it. It's just the most likely outcome. Yeah. All right. Between the rest of those teams, who do y'all think gets that actual A spot? Mm-hmm. See, there's a difference between actually, actually getting who I want to get it. <laughs> They're both. Um, I feel like... New Orleans could steal that eight spot. Yeah. But I I think New Orleans would get it, but I want Portland to be there. Like okay. I said earlier, because of day. But New Orleans, I would I feel like they'll get there because I feel like of those teams down there, they have honestly the most talent. Well, again, keep in mind that Memphis currently has, I think, a three and a half game lead right. on the ninth team, and New it's Orleans a, is not even the ninth place team. Like I think New Orleans yeah, is tied for eleventh, and they got twenty eight wins, so thirty two to twenty eight, thirty four games behind them. But there are also teams in between. So like if those teams win more frequently than New Orleans oh, does, Portland, Portland right above them. It's just them. And I think Sacramento, not either Sacramento or San Antonio, one of them is like close right by. behind. Them. Yeah, Sacramento's right on them, and then San Antonio, but they lost Aldridge, so. Yeah, he I'm kind of like San Antonio be out, and I don't think Phoenix gonna make that ground up either. Truth be told, no. Like, <laughs> I don't know why Phoenix and Washington are even there. Like the the circumstances that would have to come to pass for them to even be in the playoff, like the play in game, like would be astronomical. So it's like you bring in these full rosters to the bubble for really no reason, but they probably had something to do with like scheduling and make sure everybody got eight games and they needed a certain amount of games that they wanted to, to broadcast or something. Like, it's always money. But we'll see, because apparently Nurkic is supposed to be back, right, for Portland? Nurkic and Zach Collins. Mm, they got bigs! <laughs> I mean, they got white side, but they got they got skilled That bigs. was their only center like, <laughs> by the time that they stopped playing. They've been missing Nurkic like crazy. Like, when he went down, that was big, because it was between him and Jokic. Remember it's over in Denver? Yeah, I mean, like that that was decided a long time ago. Though. Well, yeah, but I mean, like Nurkic is still a I mean, big for them to have. So that's mm-hmm. a big get for them to come back. So that's why he's probably their second best player last season. Like even better. Zach than Collins season. got off in the playoffs. Was that was that one game? Was it ten for ten for three or some shit like that? <laughs> he was <just> lights <laughs> out. That motherfucker was sparking that bit. Man, I hope it's Portland. Like. No, that one college. You know, uh, you know, actually, like, I'm really torn about it because John Morant is one of my phenomenal. favorite players in the league. Like, yeah. I love watching him hoop. But I also love watching Dane. 
So we got to figure it. So same question, like they're going to be playing the Lakers. So Ken, who who do you want mm. to face? Ooh, Dooch, if you want to answer, you can too. Yeah, Dooch, come come on, come on to the pulpit, Dooch. I want to play Portland. <laughs> I you said like no to Portland. Damn fits. I don't want to play Portland. Um, no to Portland. Yeah, definitely no to Portland. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> who the, um, I really want to see y'all play the Pelicans. I really do. So I, you would Memphis? Love, I would love to play New Orleans, but it's probably not gonna happen. So I'll take Memphis. Yeah, I'll take I'll take Memphis too. What's the other options? So it's Memphis, New Orleans, Portland, Sacramento, San Antonio, and Phoenix. But Phoenix, Sacramento, and San Antonio are kind of like, yeah, probably not. Yeah, they, they ain't going to make it. Yeah, I'll take Memphis if, if, if I got to choose. Jotto Young Bucks. get off regardless. It is what it is. And like, it's not just Jotto. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, they were actually, like, getting decimated by injuries. Like, I think Jaron Jackson and Brandon Clark were both mm-hmm. injured, like, when the season got suspended. But now both of them should be healthy. You bring Jaron Jackson back, it's a whole nother story Ooh. with that motherfucker out there flying around. Dog. Man, they crazy as hell when he out there with them. They be Memphis running, dude. They run y'all with ass off the court. <laughs> yeah, they gonna run y'all. <laughs> they gonna run. They go y'all gonna be gagged. <laughs> y'all see Memphis? Jesus Christ, the niggas gonna be running. It's gonna be like like the old cats that show up at the court and the young bucks. Like, hey, y'all want to play? Nah, we good, bro. We don't got time to be chasing y'all around the court all damn night. <laughs> and remember, Memphis. Sorry, what'd you say? No, I'll say they don't have an answer for LeBron or AD. Let me check. Yeah, that's a nice. You know, they got Vucevic, uh, not Vucevic, uh, Valanciunas. He at least a big oh, body. He's still there. He's a big body. I forgot they had him. He'll follow the shit out of uh, AD. He'll be here. He'll And one thing to remember is that the their coach is the Bucks' assistant coach from last year. So, like, they run a similar, similar system. Run and gun and shoot a bunch of threes. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I enjoy watching Memphis so much. <laughs> I didn't even think about that correlation, but mm-hmm. it makes so much oh, sense. I've gravitated uh, towards that's them. The, that's the match. I'm trying to look at see if they beat y'all this year. So, uh, the NBA draft lottery is tentatively scheduled for August 25th, with the draft itself on October 15th, and free agency beginning on October 18th. Other dates for the 2020-21 season, <laughs> along with some other items, are going to, going to be a part of negotiations with the NBA in the coming weeks. Uh, the NBA anticipates that this season would end no later than what is it, October 12th, I believe. I think that sounds right. I believe it's October 12th. So... I just yeah. want to point out, like, I hate this, the circumstances mm-hmm. under which it happened, but this is the first time that there will ever be NBA basketball on my birthday, and I'm happy about it. I thought about that when I was looking at, like, the playoff start dates and whatnot, and mm-hmm. I was like, Eric's going to get his wish. Mm-hmm. He's going to get to see some some basketball on his birthday. Next might play on my birthday for the first time ever. Low-key, if they really do, you know, switch to the December start going mm-hmm. forward, we wouldn't we all have basketball on our birthdays? Mm, I think it's either sometime true. in August, so yeah, probably August yeah. or September. That's what I'm They're talking trying to go about. through uh, Labor Day, right? Like that. Except they, yeah, if they start December first. Tim would be at the beginning of the season. Then mm-hmm. Ken's, then mine, then yours. So 
Well, you and know, Eric should always be playoff basketball. Oh. That'd be cold. Just want that ingrained in your head, Ken. Hey, bro, chill out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was just on ooh, <laughs> smash y'all. Hey, we want to see them. No, y'all don't. Brown was playing too, and so was AD. Them niggas was running, bro. Hey, he was he was eight for eighteen that game. Brown hey. was because <laughs> you run it, dog. Hey, it's one game though. It's one game. Nobody yeah. tell you to bring it on stats, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you supposed to be Tim Jimmin out here. Now you want to bring up factual stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. So hopefully, I, the December schedule thing happens. The WNBA is proposing a 22 game regular season starting July 24th, with the league playing at the IMG Academy in Florida. Uh, multiple sources have confirmed to ESPN. I actually had just saw an article before we recorded that the WNBA players were not pleased with this proposal. So, you know, take this with a grain of salt. Um, so details of the initial proposal uh, would have the playoffs ending in October. Uh, other details haven't been specified, though. Players have not agreed to the proposal, clearly. Um, and teams are actually still being informed of the known details. So they're mm-hmm. still working on it, but they're looking to try to come back at some point, too. I guess they were looking at the big brother company like, hey, y'all figuring it out, so let's let's get us over here and get right. this money. Like, I mean, I guess, you know, like they have to worry about, again, the bubble and how many people mm-hmm. they have in it, but I feel like it would be advantageous to the WNBA, and this is probably one of the one times you could do it, like just have those games like mixed in with NBA games, like have them all the same thing. So it seems like, you know, like it's all one big like basketball palooza type of thing. Like, it puts them on equal footing. Like, it, it gives them the same type of, like, spotlight, theoretically. Mm-hmm. But, like, they are in the same area, and it seems like they'll have kind of a similar setup. And, like, again, I get it from the virus control standpoint. But it would be nice to see them, like, incorporate into the larger NBA plan. I agree. I thought they were slowly kind of making their way towards that. What you mean? Like incorporating like um <clears throat> like because you said that the NBA is a big brother uh company in essence to like the WNBA. So I thought they were slowly starting to incorporate more of support towards the WNBA from the NBA, like over the recent years. Well, I know the NBA players have just spoken out more about how they enjoy the WNBA, but I'm not exactly sure. Um, oh, okay. If it, you know, if it was like they were told to translated to, to actual support. Yeah. Like no, well, like, I mean, like they've always the NBA has always subsidized the, the WNBA. Yeah, um, like that's the only reason that they've survived since 1996 is because mm-hmm. of the NBA's involvement. So they, from a from a financial standpoint, like there's always been a level of support there, um, and like they've always included them in like All Star Weekend, and they really they, you know, like they advertise during the NBA playoffs for the season starting like right after the finals ends. So there's always been a level of support i'm just saying like i think that this is the one time that they can actually like be in the same physical space because like their seasons don't overlap or if they Mm -hmm. do like it's barely gotcha some uh transaction and personnel news tim you got us we got y'all ain't that the name of uh the uh yeah it's the old company 
But yeah, I got us. So uh, in the in the F, ah, in the NFL, Vikings running back Delvin Cook is holding out with reasonable ex- without reasonable extension. Sources: Cook has one year at one point three million dollars left on his contract. Um, so the negotiations have been taking place for a while. According to multiple uh, league sources, the Vikings' initial offer was below ten million per year, which is stupid to even kind of walk to him with that kind of money. But uh, which was not deemed reasonable by Cook and his representatives. So uh, sources have suggested that the initial figure proposed by Cook's camp was close to $16 million per year that Carolina's Christian McCaffrey, run CMC, for those who don't know, will make on his new deal. That number has dropped in recent negotiations to under $15 million, but neither side has yet to come to an agreement. Since 2017, Minnesota is 12-3 and when Cook has at least 100 yards from scrimmage in the game and is 6-9-1 and when he has fewer than 100 yards, according to ESPN stats and information. So to go back to the salaries really quick, um, apparently a number that Cook is comfortable with is about thirteen million a year, which is what David Johnson gets. Okay. And that's honestly, fair. I don't think that's unreasonable at all. Right. Their team is no. built around him. <laughs> the Vikings are good because the running back is really, really good. Yeah, but he gets hurt a lot. He do, but even yet and still, he's productive. Like he still has top running back numbers, even with him missing the games due to his injury. And I think that him coming in at 13 million is an injury discount, discounted rate. Because if he was healthy all this time, him arguing for 16, I don't think would be uh, crazy. Yeah. True. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. But from a standpoint, pay that man. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of really good running backs on their last years this year. Lots of them. Like, like – uh, James Conner for Pittsburgh, Aaron Jones for the Packers, mm-hmm. uh, Leonard Fournette for the Jaguars, uh, and Jamal Cook, Williams from us. Kamara, like all of the big running backs that just came in like the last three, four years, all of them cats is up for money. I think most of them, well, were, because of rookie scale, they probably all came in the same draft, right? Mm-hmm. And which is a crazy draft class <laughs> to think about. Yeah. Like that year, the rookies was really getting their shit up because I think, uh, yeah, I think Lattimore them coming up on eight uh, rookie deals too, ain't they? Like Tredavious White and Lattimore, them weren't they the same draft? I have no well, idea. I don't, know who, I don't even know who you. They were are cornerbacks. Right now. Yeah, they're cornerbacks. How do you get the cornerbacks from running backs? No, because that, I was correlating them with that draft. Because he was just thinking about where they drafted with him. They shit off, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> like that whole rookie class was clowning. I think they was in there too. But it's a lot of big name stars or young backs, young stars that got money coming up this year. Um, sure. um in the NBA. Charlotte Hornets guard Malik Monk has been reinstated following his suspension for violating the NBA's anti-drug program. There's been speculation that I saw on Twitter that it was sugar <laughs> of the bullies. <laughs> Cocaine. Allegedly. 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 That's what I said from, from what Twitter said. I, but I'm glad he's back and that hopefully they cleared up whatever he may have had or whatever help he may have needed. He's gotten um, San Antonio Spurs, which we alluded to earlier, San Antonio Spurs for Marcus Aldridge will miss the remainder of the NBA season after having surgery on his right shoulder. The team announced on Monday, uh, the procedure was performed on April 24th. Aldridge initially injured the shoulder during a game against Utah on February 21st. He played in the Spurs next game, then went on to miss the next six. The Spurs said that Aldridge, who is due $24 million next year, is expected to be fully cleared for all basketball activities before the start of training camp next season. There you that's have it. it. That's all. 
actually like that kind of brings up a question so with the nba announcing their return to play like have they said anything about like the financials like are players getting paid all their money are they getting a reduction or is that still kind of be, to be figured um, out um i did actually see something about that but i can't remember all the details of it the players yeah. i believe uh, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna attempt that yeah, no. yeah. We, but there is information Google it, Google about it. it yeah there's information <laughs> about it <laughs> Did anyone have any blow the whistles this week? Mm. Yeah, a lot of them, but not my no. <laughs> society. Blow the whistle on society. Let me read my list. <laughs> if you want to, brother, you can. We can queue nah, up the drop and you can go forward. I don't need that. I don't need the venting session. <laughs> dark. Be better, Black Lives Matter. All right. There you go. Let's do the tech tie five then. Five, four, three, two, one. Tech tie five. Last week was best barbecued or grilled food. That's the way to put it. Uh, Ken won. I should say two weeks ago. But yeah, Ken won that poll, um, which we knew was going to happen the moment he said his list. But Uh, because he had all the meats. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> they love the meats. <laughs> this week, we are doing uh, frozen desserts. So, <laughs> Tim, would you kick us off, please? I don't want to. Ken, gonna cheat. Ken, go ahead, kick us off. <laughs> <laughs> I went the whole episode without saying fuck you, fuck you, Tim. <laughs> you said it before the episode, so now. Exactly. They ain't hear it, though. Not the people heard it, nigga. I'm trying to be a new I guy. heard it. Bullshit. <laughs> All right. Um, my top five, five I have um, strawberry shortcake bars. I don't know what brand makes them, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And number four. The ones from the ice cream truck? Yeah, I guess. And they good uh, humor or some shit like that? So, yeah, I don't know the brand. Yeah, they fired up. Um, number four, cookies and cream, ice cream sandwiches. Pretty dope. Um, number three, Nestle drumsticks. Um, number two, I think it's called like Chip Witch or some shit. It's like the, the chocolate chip cookies with the ice cream in the middle. You, you know just know it's good. Cream. You don't know the name. You just know it's good. Hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> 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 I eat some motherfuckers. And then number one, um, Dairy Queen Blizzards. Um, I like the cookies and cream. So we're gonna put like a question mark on your number two? I said what? I don't know. That's what the name is. It's like a Wait, sorry, what was your number one? Number one, Dairy Queen Blizzard. Oh, okay. What was the name of your number two? I think I said I think it's a chip witch or some shit. You keep like saying that. I think. We don't know though. I don't know, niggas. niggas <laughs> this is what's out there. Want to be pedantic, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, what we, we let you skate, idiot? we? No, y'all don't let me out. skate nowhere. I wish you I could you. skate. Y'all see how the skills I got? I can skate like a motherfucker, but y'all let a nigga go nowhere. Y'all be throwing plenty rocks on the road. Your list gonna be trash. You better than that shit. You pulled out the ass. <laughs> chocolate, chocolate chip cookies and cream sandwich cookies. What the fuck? Cut it. <laughs> All right, I go number five. Right. Uh, I got Italian. How you go out of order? Oh, we. I thought we was just gonna go because the Ken was cheating. I ain't want Ken to cheat, dog. I, I, just, I ain't even. Want, I just didn't want nobody else to go first. Oh, but Ken. We got this. <laughs> All right, 
Actually, I think we have to say number five, which is the uh, Italian ice, but the lemon Italian ices. Oh, okay. Number four, Snickers ice cream bar. Number three. Okay. Uh, you know, number three, I'm going to go Briar's lactose-free vanilla ice cream. <laughs> Dream come true. Then we're going to go with Kemp's ice cream sandwiches because they are just classic and delicious. And number one is going to be controversial, and I don't even care. But you know them twin banana popsicles? Delicious, number one. Banana flavoring, bro. Delicious. Go to popsicles. The go to popsicles. (laughs) The go to popsicles. Don't sleep. Um, Yeah, I just kind of had generic ice cream sandwich as my number five. But since Camille said Kemp's, I'll go with that because I don't really know the brands. Um, four Twix ice cream bar, mm. three a Culver's lemon ice cooler. Okay, it's just as far. Uh, oh, nope, too late. Um, two, I'm gonna go with the strawberry shortcake bar, and one, I'm gonna go with Cops butter pecan frozen custard. Mm. <clears throat> You got old niggas. I thought we was doing stuff out the fridge, bro. You coming with cops and shit. Dairy Queen. That's all right. Right. That's all right. All right. So, number five. Are they not frozen uh, treats? I was thinking things people could get anywhere, but I feel you on the Milwaukee. I hear y'all. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Um, Number five. I got a float, but I forgot. Yeah. I wanted to put it in there, but I was like, that sounds like it might be cheating low key, even though I got ice cream. Yeah, it don't count. But that's why I got vanilla ice cream on my list. It's for root beer floats. Exactly. So, and also um, vanilla uh, cream soda floats. Nah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Nah. Um. <laughs> so, you know what I did make? So like there's a um there's like a, a pineapple and coconut juice, and then I put like some some custard, some vanilla custard in there, and made kind of like a pina colada float type of situation. <laughs> Float that sounds too fruity. I don't like my ice cream to be fruity. I'm like the coconut, so it's a wrap. Yeah. I mean, it don't taste like coconut. Like it just tastes like a pina colada. Well, mine was with sans alcohol, but like if you put some rum in it, like I'm sure, kind of set it off. If you like pina colada, anywho, <clears throat> that song is wild. By the way, okay, go ahead, Tim. That's the only part I know. If you like. Oh, that song is about him looking to cheat on his wife and then he goes out and finds out that he's cheating on his wife with his wife because she was the ad in the paper the whole time. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what I got to do with Pina Colada? <laughs> That's just part of what the ad said. Like she took out an ad in the newspaper, like if you like pina coladas, like mm. and he's reading it and he's saying, like, yeah, like I do, I do, I I, I do. And he's like, I know I got a I know I'm married, but hey. I like pina coladas. When he goes out, it's his wife, and he's like, and I didn't know you like pina coladas. Like, it's, it's, it's like, the song is wild. Listen to it. Just listen to it. Wait, sorry. Detour really quick. Like, I know none of us would cheat on our spouses, but hypothetically, like, if you went, like, and cheated on your spouse, and then you showed up, and everyone you was going to cheat with, like, how would you even react to that? Like, how do you? Because there's so many questions. <clears throat> you came to cheat, but then she took an ad out to cheat, so what's up? <laughs> <laughs> now y'all, but y'all still found each other. Right, <laughs> took a whole like, ass ad out, so y'all like, it's like you, with y'all dumb asses. Right, like, <laughs> y'all soulmates for real. Like y'all just right. kind of solidifies it. 
Right, like you just had a disconnect moment. Now you need to figure it back out again. <laughs> okay, sorry about that, Tim. Can I do my list? list now? Go ahead, sir. Y'all, y'all done? We done. But listen to that song. <laughs> Number five, Italian Ice Lemon. Mm-hmm. Number four, I got Choco Taco. Love Gross. Chocolate mm-hmm. Love Choco. And that's how like a euphemism. <laughs> 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 I got the drumstick. Yellow. That does too. <laughs> Number two, Sarah Lee strawberry cheesecake. Okay. I'm with and number that. one, I got lactate vanilla ice cream. I'm with that. That should save my life. <laughs> 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 I couldn't eat ice cream for so long. It's just a lactate. I think you number one. Fuck you, me. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, that's the list for this week. We hope y'all enjoyed it. Uh, make sure that you join our Facebook group so that you can vote on which one of us had the best list. Uh, that's how we determine who the winner is week in and week out. So make sure that you vote. Ken is going. To <laughs> Ken is going to put the poll up um, within a few days. By the weekend, so uh, make sure you go to the Facebook uh, group and look for that and vote. Oh, yeah, Shout out to the elements. I went and uh, hit the links with them Saturday, Sunday, one of them days. Oh, that's what's up. Do all the driving range. We ain't hit the links yet. That's what's trying up. to get my Tiger Woods on. Tiger Woods. <laughs> And I've never gone golfing before, so that was the first for me. Oh, that's what's up. Oh, that was dope. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. I was. Uh, I can't shoot. I mean, I can't hit straight for shit, but, like, I was bombing it. Yeah, that motherfucker curve. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, um, at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> if you like to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. <laughs> on Twitter, Instagram, um, PSN at Camille Monet, C A M I L L E M O N A E because your mom is fancy. Thank you, sir. Man, that wait a minute didn't even sound like a, a ad lib. That sounded like a cry for help. Hold <laughs> <laughs> oh, on, wait a minute. Uh, but at Bucksburner on Twitter. That's all you get. Yeah, damn right. Every day. Underscore Jenkins on Instagram, um, KRS216 on Twitter and Snapchat. And this your boy, T I M K I N Z, the number three, aka Ass Catch Him, aka Mr. Give It To Me. Whoa. Fuck this, this, baby. We'll see y'all next week. I holla. There we go. Is that, is that your phrase for the people this week? I holla. No. Oh, <laughs> All right. Bye, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.